0: Hey everyone, in today's episode, I'm joined by Matt Bubala, the president of Black Dog Productions, who has a very fascinating perspective working in the pet wellness radio world. He kindly takes his 16 years of experience in the field, distills them down, and then provides us with the best highlights of what every pet parent and vet needs to know. This episode was also brought to you by Shameless Pets, an all-natural, nutritionist-crafted, sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery stores. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mella25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's get right into today's episode. Hey everyone, I'm Daniela from Mella Pet Care, and today I'm joined by Matt Gubala He's the president of Black Dog Productions in Chicago. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming today.
1: Thanks for having me, Daniela.
0: Of course. And so to start off, would you maybe like to introduce yourself and give a little bit of personal background for the listeners?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm the president, as you said, of Black Dog Productions here in Chicago. It's a small production company, been in existence for 16 years now. Started out, I was producing radio at WGN Radio here in Chicago and was looking for some outside stuff to do, trying to figure out where I was headed next. And I got a job uh, producing a syndicated lifestyle radio program, just looking to make some extra money on the weekends. And it turned out to be Steve Dale, who I knew a little bit from WGN Radio, where he was hosting a pet show, but this was a national show he was doing called Animal Planet Radio. And I started working on that with him for a couple of years. It was just once a week national show. And uh, the company that it was done through was just terrible. They were not good. And Steve was helping bring in the revenue and the sponsorship, and then they'd spend it on other things and we'd go into reruns, et cetera, et cetera. So after a couple of years, I, I said to Steve, literally, I said, Steve, I could run this this badly. Let me start my own company. We can start recording it at WGN. I can just do everything. And so he was so fed up with them that he said, sure. And so we called all the stations and changed the name to Steve Dale's Pet World and off we went. And so it was about a year or so of us doing that. And you know, the internet. So this is uh, 2005 and social media is really exploding and all these companies need video. So uh, a buddy of mine who I went to school with hired on to um, come do video with us. And we were able to get a studio here in River North in Chicago and started going from there and expanding Steve's platforms and his blog and doing all sorts of social media videos for him. And so that was about seven or eight years of that on its own. We were also working with Steve's veterinarian is named Dr. Natalie Marks. And so we got to know her as we started doing educational videos with her. And she was doing a lot of speaking at conferences and and all sorts of educating. And so we started working together on things. And she was looking for investments and other ways to expand. She was selling her practice and, and backing away from everyday practice a little bit. So she bought into the company. So she's a co-owner of the company now. And we do a lot of Steve work to the pet parent and a lot of Dr. Mark's work towards educating veterinarians about products and initiatives and all sorts of things. And and some work with her as well towards the pet parents and then other initiatives and little things we've gotten involved in. So here we are 16 years later and still going.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really fun journey. And it really seems like you've been through a lot and that you've gone to a really fantastic place. And I know know, you're obviously working with Dr. Natalie Marks and you have Steve, um, but what really was like the inspiration behind an actual pet radio show? You know, why animals? There are so many other topics, there are sports. I see a bears blanket behind you. You could have talked about the bears, like why pets?
1: Well, I just fell into it. I mean, it wasn't like pets were a lifelong passion of mine. I've always loved animals. I had a bulldog when I was a kid in high school, Spike still you know one of my favorite animals of all time. I have a we have a um, golden doodle now named Bailey. Um, but but it's not like that was always my goal. My goal was to have my own company, maybe. I knew that my company would be called Black Dog from when I was in high school. It's unrelated to this being mostly about pets. It was named after a Led Zeppelin song. And I always knew when I was younger, that's what I would name a company if I ever had it. And, and 10, 15 years later, it happened. Um, but, but pets just happened to be what we fell into. But I have fell in love with the industry. There's a lot of great people in the animal health industry, and it's been a lot of fun. And when we first started the company, we were looking for other things to do. We syndicated a home improvement radio program with Lou Manfredini, who's pretty famous here in Chicago for a while. We've sat, shot outside commercials for... WGN radio. We did a writer series for Barnes and Noble of videos. We did commercials for Seattle Sutton's healthy eating. Like we did a lot of other things. And it wasn't until we started working with Dr. Marks that we realized there's more than just pet parents in the veterinary industry. There's a whole need for all this educational material for veterinarians themselves and other things here. So it's only in the last like four or five years that we've really gone almost completely into just the animal health space.
0: That's insane. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the vet world is massive. It's not just pet parents. You got vets and you have vet adjacents. (laughs) So everyone that could really benefit from hearing things. So obviously, you know, you've been marketing to the vet industry for quite a few years. You've learned a lot and we can't talk about all of that in this very short podcast. And so if you just had to distill it down, what do you think are the main things that you would like pet parents to know?
1: I think the main thing for pet parents to know, you know, there's there's another organization that Dr. Marks and I helped co-found in the last year. It's uh, aimed at pet parents. It's called Vet Scoop, and it, Dr. Marty Becker, who's the founder of the Fear Free movement, came to us a couple of years ago and said, "I want to do another project aimed at winning back the mind share of the pet parent to the veterinarian." It used to be that the veterinarian was one of the most trusted jobs on the planet. When they had polls of who do you trust the most, veterinarians were often the top. Uh, pick. And that has slipped in the last 10 or 15 years. Now, part of that is the way we're purchasing things now that we go to one of the big box stores and we're asking some teenager stacking the shelves what product they recommend. Uh, The the social media world where we have pugs and cats online who are recommending pet foods and just everybody's ability to be a media influencer or write their own blog means there's all sorts of information in different places. And so Marty's goal was to reestablish the veterinarian as the most trusted source of information. And that's one of the big things. Listen, every veterinarian is not going to be perfect, but they went to school for a long time to learn a lot of things about how to do this and establishing a good bond with your veterinarian. I think for pet parents is probably the best thing they could do for the overall long-term health of their pet. And the tough part is a lot of veterinarians and any veterinary professional that I've met for almost exclusively went into it because they wanted to be around pets all day long. They wanted to work with pets. And I think oftentimes they went into that, not realizing that a huge part of it was going to be the person at the other end of the leash who they have to deal with, they have to tell things, do they have to get to pay for services, all of those things. So a lot of veterinarians are pretty introverted and veterinary professionals. So it's hard for them to communicate with pet owners. And so pet owners having a little bit of understanding of that, that they want to work to establish that relationship and get a good relationship with their veterinarian, somebody they can call on and trust for advice or to bring their pet to in situations, I think is the best thing that they can do. And same thing on the veterinary side is a lot of our work is trying to help veterinarians and veterinary professionals get better at having those conversations with pet parents and being able to talk to them about the things they need and why, and not be afraid to have those conversations.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We love Dr. Marty Becker. I mean, I even had him on the podcast a few months ago. He's amazing. And I I love that you kind of are partnering with him and helping with his mission and your own mission. So I think that's great advice. And so, yeah, kind of on the flip side of things, then what have you really learned that you want vet professionals to know? I mean, you've worked with Dr. Natalie Marks, Dr. Marty Becker, you know, what have they really taught you? What have you learned from them? And what do you want to share with a more vet-oriented audience.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because over these 15 years, even before Dr. Mark, Steve would be interviewing all these veterinarians. So we interview behaviorists and we interview pain professionals and we interview, you know, people in, in all different areas. And especially in the last year with VetScoop, and we've been traveling around to go see our correspondents and record content and video with them. And just everybody's passion for the industry. It's a very tough industry to be in because there's a lot of pressure. And there's a very high suicide rate in the veterinary profession, and it's very stressful. And the veterinarians I know really carry things around with them. I think uh, a blessing and a curse for me in my life and in business has been my ability to just kind of roll with the punches. And that's important when you own your own business, because you're going to have up years, you're going to have down years. But the veterinarians I know um, tend to really stress about the work. And about their clients, and they do really care, but they carry it around more than they should. I think that um, veterinary colleges need to probably do a better job of preparing the students for what the life is really going to be like, so they're they're ready and better able to handle it and adapt to it. Um, so, so for me, it's uh, you know always been uh, surprisingly awesome to see how much veterinarians care, but also worrisome how much they actually carry around with them about the day-to-day interactions that they do have.
0: We interrupt this episode to remind you of Shameless Pets, an all-natural nutritionist crafted sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery store. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mela25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's continue with this episode. No, I definitely agree. I mean, I've had quite a few vets come on here where they say, hey, before we log off, I just want to say it's hard, you know, and even sit there and say get on here, say, um, before we log off, I want to say respect your vet. And so that definitely is a big, big thing. And so because I love brands here on um, this podcast have Talk to a lot of CEOs and innovators about the cool new things that are happening in the pet industry. Want everyone to know what's up and coming. I've heard that you just recently invested in Armor Hand, so I'd love to yes. know a little bit more about that. You know, what is Armor Hand? Why did you invest in it? What potential do you see in that product? And yeah, what's going on there?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. So Armor Hand, are, so uh, Dr. Marks and I got to know a veterinary named Dr. Laura Catena. She is in in Pittsburgh, just outside of Pittsburgh. And when she first started in her career, she got bit by a cat and it was a pretty bad bite kind of, you know, in that webbing between your thumb and your uh, first finger. And she developed sepsis and almost like lost her career. It was very serious. And she's kind of dedicated herself now to protecting other veterinarians. And so she developed these gloves, like generally what most practices have, if you have a fractious cat or a dog, you can't control, you have like big welder's gloves. And really the point is just to hold the pet down in place so he can do the work. But we all know that means that you are stressed out because you're scared and you've got this protection and you're forcing an animal, which means they're scared and you're going to get bad readings, bad diagnostics, and, and just be overly stressed out. And then the pet parents can be sure it's going to be just a bad day for everyone. Now, through Fear Free and Marty, there's a lot of things being done to premedicate pets that are dangerous, all sorts of things like that. But you don't always have that opportunity. Sometimes a pet comes in off the street. Sometimes a pet parent might refuse to give medication beforehand. Whatever it is, we want to help veterinarians and veterinary professionals, the techs especially, have more comfort at their day. Like we, we talk about the stress of the job. Well, part of it is the stress of pets that are, are you know, make you a little bit frightened about what's going to happen. You have to be on guard a little more. You can't relax, which helps make them relax, right? So this glove is, is form-fitting. It fits just like a, a glove you'd slip on in the winter or a driving glove. You have complete dexterity in motion with your hands and it's reinforced in all the places where you're most likely to get bit. It's wrapped in double-knit Kevlar. So it's very protected. Now, it doesn't mean you can't get bit. No glove that is movable is gonna be a million percent foolproof, right? But if you take into account all the ways that you wanna treat a pet, all the other calming things you can do, and just are careful and smart, most likely, maybe a pedal latch on. But the the idea of getting an injury like they have, and you know, and Dr. Marks who ran a practice here in Chicago for a long time, when we started looking into this, I'm like, well, how necessary is this? And she was like, man, you don't understand how many days we would lose for worker injuries, worker compensation claims, the stress on everybody in the practice when somebody gets injured, all of these things. It's just a really smart thing for practices to have. So we were able to work with Lauren by a minority share and, and now we're really trying to start reaching out to the veterinary community and, and make everybody aware of these gloves and really every practice should have four, they come in different sizes, so they fit really well and every practice should have four or five pairs on hand, so they're always there for somebody. So we're very excited about that and we feel it's, it's, it's an important thing to help with when we talk about the overall stress of the profession to help in ways if you take care of yourself and protect yourself, your job's going to be a little bit better and it's going to be a little bit less stress on yourself too.
0: I love that product idea. I worked as a vet assistant actually for four years in high school. And a couple of things there. One is that like the first time I was have been by a fractious cat, I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? Like how <laughs> that hurts. Um, now this cat is like extra angry. Now we have people running around that are like very concerned for my safety. Yeah. And then on other times like we'd see a fractious cat and like we'd be like oh no we have to like suddenly take their temperature take some diagnostic and just like the stress level was off the roof like hey which one of you guys wants to take this cat yeah. you know so i think that is amazing um hopefully all the listeners involved understand the importance of that i love that idea and so you know i love your journey i think you have really Come such a f- long way, like you know, the last sixteen years have been amazing. Like, I mean, even more than that, you know, since you've been started in radio. But where, what does the future have in store for you? You know, what are your next steps and goals, and where do you see yourself in a few years?
1: Well, we're trying to expand as far as the work that we do. We work with a lot of the major companies. We are doing more. Dr. Marks and I, in the last year, you know, when before the pandemic hit, we were traveling a decent amount for lectures she was giving and things we were doing. And then when the you know pandemic hit and couldn't travel, we had to pivot and work with all the companies that still needed to get education out to veterinarians and professionals on ways we could do that. And so Zoom you know, became a big thing and doing stuff like that. But after about six months, people were Zoomed out. And a lot of these companies were just like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know if we want to do this. So we started doing fun events instead. Instead of it being an educational event that you have to attend, it became a celebratory event. And so Natalie had me start coming on as a moderator and being kind of a Goofy co-hosts that'll jump in and give out trivia prizes and stuff. We'll give away gift cards during it. We try to make them fun celebratory events where we can just say thank you to the professionals for being part of everything and for surviving the last 18 months. So we're doing more and more of that. We're excited about that, investing in companies like Armorhand. And the in the year ahead, we're going to take Armorhand to, for the first time ever, to a veterinary conference. And we're trying to figure out ways to do that. And, and really for the first time, looking into retail and what are the best ways to sell? We've been dealing with trying to figure out taxes with other states and how things work with that. So it's a lot of fun to, to just learn new areas. And we're looking for other things to invest in. You know, we're very excited about new products. There's some other new products we're looking at to get involved with. And, uh, it's just been fun. And so just more of doing what we want to do instead of doing what we have to do. That's really the goal for the next few years.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love what you're doing to just keep spirits high. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely see that you're super passionate. You love talking to people. And I think that is amazing. And so because of that, I think we're at the perfect time for you to answer our mellow signature question. Oh, Every guest that comes on is Forced, required, <laughs> um, expected, absolutely cannot sign off without answering this. Okay, um, What does pet health and wellness mean to you in today's day and age?
1: Well, pet health and wellness means a better life for everybody. If your pet is not healthy, you are stressed out about that and you're worried about them. I mean, in my own house and in just about every house I see, you know, the kids could be falling down, bleeding, and you're like, all right, you're fine. But when the dog is upset or the cat is hiding, people are so upset about it and so worried about it. And everybody coddles to the pet more than anybody else. And so pet wellness means an overall happiness for you and your family. And and that's everything to people. And there's so much we can learn about ways that we can do better whether it's um, being better about taking our pets in for wellness exams, just so our veterinarians can catch things earlier to just subtle signs that we can pay attention to at home of pain. Our pets are getting older than ever before because we have such great nutrition and, and all the other things. So our pets are living long, long lives, which means, you know, in their later lives, they got arthritis and they can't see that well and all the other things. And there's a lot of ways that we could just pay a little more attention and attention to the products that are out to help address those issues. There's there's a lot of great things we can do for our pets. And I think everybody wants to be able to lay on the couch with their pet or go for walks with their pet or just have them there paying attention to them in the morning. I mean, it's the only person in the house who is never mad at you, right? You come home, that pet is excited, no matter how bad the day was or how cranky you are. That person puts a smile on your face. That pet puts a smile on your face. So it's the greatest gift we can have. And Uh, I just love the idea that we can do something about helping people make that bond last even longer.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fantastic answer. You're definitely right. And so as we wrap up this conversation, obviously, it's been very short. The listeners want to know more. And so for those who are interested, how can they keep up to date with what you and Black Dog Productions and Dr. Natalie Marks and everyone is up to?
1: um you know uh our website is under reconstruction so i don't even want to give it out because it's (laughs) terrible and we're still reconstructing that so next time you and i talk i will reveal that but everybody check out armorhandglove.com and check out this awesome glove maybe it's not for you but maybe there's a pet professional you know or quite honestly my son tommy who's a landscaper um i i think that eventually we'll be marketing these to any profession where you use your hands and there's a danger of an injury because they're so adaptable and they're so great and machine washable and all these things. So check out armorhandglove.com and look for us there.
0: Nice. Yeah, super relevant. I think that's amazing. Well, thank you, Matt, for joining me today. It's been a great chat.
1: Thank you so much, Daniela.
0: Thank you all for listening and hope you enjoyed this special episode. If you're interested in keeping up to date with what we're doing here at Mela, feel free to sign up for our newsletter at mela.ai backslash newsletter for an exclusive look into our company. Thank you.